Welcome to the Manuscript Academy podcast, brought to you by a writer and an agent who both believe that education is key. The beauty is the people you meet along the way, and that community makes all the difference. Here at the Manuscript Academy, you can learn the skills, make the connections, and have access to experts all from home. I'm Julie Kingsley. And I'm Jessica Sinsheimer. Put down your pens, pause your word counts, and enjoy. Hey, Julie. Hey, Jessica. I don't know about you, but it's Monday and I've had a long week already. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I've tried everything. My liver and I got tired of drinking pretty quickly. Pretending to be Buffy at the gym worked for a while. But the thing that worked best? Work. I'm so impressed you're Buffy. I've been more like Thoreau, hiding in nature. I keep thinking of this quote, things do not change, we change. I love it so much. It really seems like a great time in history to really examine what's important. And for us, it's always been work. (laughs) Well, not just work. Building something that creates a community and feeling creative as if we're training for a world where things are better. Yeah. And, you know, and I think the fact that we've always le- led with we want to be a happy place in this turbulent world is really helpful when we, you know, just think about our day to day. Yeah. A bunch of people actually told us today that the podcast was a nice escape from uh, the, the news. So thank you. Shout out. We like to be an escape for you. Shout out. With that in mind, I recorded a voiceover for my slides at the SCBWI Houston conference. If you want to take a look, the URL and password are in the show notes. And unlike our other classes, it's almost entirely audio, so you can hit play on your phone and listen while commuting or cleaning or overthrowing the current administration. <laughs> oh, sorry. Drive safely, overthrow safely. <laughs> I Internet stalking, overthrowing current administration. <laughs> We've got a big to-do list, Julie. (laughs) And so with that note, we keep hearing from all of you that you're looking for more first-page podcasts. So we picked one for you today. I actually called her today to ask permission, and she thought I was a robo-telemarketer. I love that rogue, pushy podcaster or lady. (laughs) (laughs) She's actually the second Academy member I've called out of the blue this week, but everyone's been super nice about it. So I promise not to call during dinner if I can help it. That's so funny. I don't think I told you, but I also talked to an Academy member this week and Lulu streaked through through my house covered in poop. No, Lulu. And I started screaming with this poor woman. (laughs) online and I was like this is not normal manuscript academy business (laughs) (laughs) the woman was super nice about it I was like (gasps) (laughs) once my mom was on the phone with my eighth grade teacher and the cat ran under her foot and she screamed at full volume right in his ear so it happens so this is something beautiful by Jasmine Rasmussen. And you can follow along in the show notes. Just tap the I in a circle if you're in iTunes or scroll down if you're in SoundCloud. We stop at a grocery store on the way out of town, the one with the gas station and next to the Dollar Tree me and Ava shopped at last week. I type in mom's rewards number on my pump, pretending it doesn't bother me when her name is welcomed onto the screen, and then jog across the vacant lot, still radiating heat from the day before, to grab breakfast. Dad stays to fill up both cars, and I know that when I return, my oil will be checked and my windshield squeegeed clean. 
Three half-eaten apples are scattered under one of the blackened security lights. Their yellow sticker is still intact, like someone might come back to finish them off. Or maybe they'll be picked up by a crow or a lucky squirrel. I won't ever know. I'll be well into my first day of the rest of forever. But I'd be lying if I didn't admit there's a part of me wishing. I could sit here instead and watch the apple cores oxidize into dawn. When I get back, Dad is bent under my hood, whistling to himself a made-up tune. I open the glove compartment, the same one Mom did. By now her fingerprints are long gone, and pull out a bag of almonds that are always in there for just in case. It's something that was hers, that is now mine. Like this car. We sit on the tailgate of Dad's pickup truck that's stuffed with meticulously puzzled pieces of laundry baskets and rubber-made bins and those open plastic cubes waiting to be unpacked in our freshman dorm room. I hand him a spoon as the angles harmonize from the cab, and we eat the cream top first before mixing the rest of the yogurt with some nuts. It's what he taught me. It's what we always do. Okay, I'm going to set a timer for 10 minutes. One sec. Someone just asked on Twitter, oh, you have a podcast? (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) Indeed. And ready, go. So one of the things I love is the imagery. I mean, just the image of the apple cores oxidizing. I think that's really beautiful. Um, there's a moment where some people who were looking for things to complain about, as some editorial people do, would say, ah, oh, passive voice when it says, my oil will be checked and my, windshi- my windshield squeegeed clean. But I really love that line. It's almost as if the interaction between human and object is beautifully illustrated in this page. And I just love that it's like this caring thing will have been done. And I love that there are questions raised too. I mean, we have so many things that are so familiar, but we also don't know what the rest of her life is going to look like. Maybe she's running away. Maybe her parents don't know. And we learn by the end of the page that she's going to college, but raising it in such a way where she could be doing something really radical is really cool. Mm. I really, I love the, um, the relationship between her and dad. I feel like that for me is what the grounding element of this piece is. Um, I like the mystery of mom as well. And I like how she introduced, you know, mom, you know, the problem with mom really efficiently, um, pretending it doesn't bother me when her name is welcomed on the screen. Yeah. You know, that's just a great way to kind of have that name. I, I almost want her name, mom. You know, I, f- I feel like there's some vagueness around some of these, these information, this, you know, these details and information. Well, there's so many, and I, like, I, I know you talked about like how descriptive some of it is, but I feel like there's some, some, some places where we could kind of lean into what's happening as well. Well, just going to that line, I type in mom's rewards number on my pump um, and talking about the name, it wouldn't be as slim and efficient if she said mom's right. name and then mom. Um, I actually, I think that was fine. I think it was more important that we know it is her mom. And for all we know, the credit card has been stolen from her mom, or it could be so many things, which I think is so cool. Like, it's so hard to know how many questions to raise and how many questions to answer. And I feel like raising questions like this keeps us really intrigued, even though we're doing something many people do every day. Yeah, I agree. I am kind of, but, but, but for me, I was just starting to think, well, who, what is this girl's name? And I guess, what is her name? You know, where, where is town? You know, like, I guess I kind of, even with these details, want to be a tiny bit more grounded where I like that the grocery store on the way out of town 
the one with the gas station next to the Dollar Tree could be anywhere in America. And I'm starting to feel some sort of like Southern twang to this. And I'm not sure why I'm feeling that. Um, but I almost want to know a little bit more specifically about where she's at. You know, it's funny. I'm pretty sure the author mentioned liking books from the South. Oh, really? I'm not a hundred percent sure, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, it's funny. I'm always the first person to be like, oh my gosh, where's the who, what, where, why? Um, I don't care. I feel like this author could be like on Pluto and I'd be like, yes, I get it. I'm there. I feel like the emotion is there for me Mm. and made it work. And I, yeah, and I, I feel the melancholy for sure. And I, I like that dad is like a no nonsense kind of guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And I like that she had time to really think about these half eaten apples under one of the black and security lights. Um, that, that, that's really interesting. And I'm wondering, you know, as, as you go, we go forward, you know, what, you know, if that has a greater symbolism or, or meaning um, in the entire piece. Do we think her mom died young? I think mom ditched it. I think she's oh. angry with her mother. Yeah, that would make sense, the way she talks about the credit card. Yeah, and, and you know, if I think of this, if I look at the chapter title, Love, it's kind of interesting. It starts love and then immediately moves to mom where there's obviously something there. And then dad, who she has this really nice relationship with, but it's kind of funny how they don't speak. Hmm. I didn't notice that. There's no dialogue in this whole piece, this whole first page. I mean, that's why I like it so much. I'm always complaining that people put in too much dialogue. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they do on the second page. I bet all of this is explained on the second page. Yeah. But, but um, I, I do. I mean, I almost could use, that's funny that you say that you're okay without. Mm-hmm. Um, but I almost could use a little something between, um, you know, the paragraph with the squeegee clean and then her movement across I'm trying to figure out, like, and I'm like looking at this now. I'm trying to feel like where she is in time and space. Well, they're getting breakfast. She's, they could talk about what they're getting. Oh, um, that's right. So they're grabbing breakfast. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think most people would probably prefer that there is some dialogue in here just to really anchor it. So that well, we'll I mean, leave. I think what he could be like, "Give me a Danish." <laughs> yeah, something like that would probably or, or, or something. And then because, I don't you know, think he eats Danishes. Give me coffee. Um, sorry, I've been talking in my main accent all day as a joke. Um, but but then but so it does. It, it feels it does feel disjointed. She's getting breakfast, and then there's the apples, and the apples are really cool. But I'm, you know, but there there is kind of a movement problem for me, and maybe it's because I, you know, I teach screenwriting, and she's going to get breakfast, and then she stopped under the lights. And she's thinking about the apples and then she's getting back, but there's nothing in her hand. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It is always good to think about your character as if they are on stage. So what are they doing? Are they just standing there waiting? Can't do that. Right. So, so, I mean, she has her game breakfast. She has her moving. She's stopping looking at apples. She's getting back. She's in the glove compartment. So for me, I don't think this is getting rid of this writing. I think it's, 
maybe, and I'm not positive because we had different reactions to it, but I think it's maybe just adding a couple of sentences here and there, maybe just a, a spattering of dialogue. Yeah, a line or two on this page, maybe one line that's kind of like, you know, uh, he says something like, get me a coffee, she nods, maybe later on, um, she like hands it to him, he says thanks. Um, They seem like they're in a quiet mood. Yeah, but that that's the piece that's starting to really kind of grate at me, honestly. (laughs) Because, I mean, why is dad so happy that she's leaving? Is he happy? When I get back, dad is better in my hood, whistling to himself a made-up tune, which mm-hmm. seems kind of happy. I mean, my dad sobbed. He sobbed all the way to college. <laughs> like, he had to keep, you know, you know, pulling over the side of the road and crying. Sorry, dad. <laughs> but, you know, but it's like, this is like, this is, a, this is a pivotal point in a kid's life, right? Where you have the entire weight of before and after, and if you, if this is going off to college and they're in the dark and you, we're not really sure where they're going and we're not really sure what's going on with mom and we're having all these great details and we're kind of having this relationship, I think that if that is the hook of the book, then I would lean into it if it was me, um, you know. Just I mean, up. I'm going to miss her dad as we continue on and leave him. You're going to miss him? Yeah, because she's going to go to college and leave him behind, presumably. And but what does dad think? What is dad's feeling? What is she feeling? Is she nervous? Is she happy? Is she, I, we don't, we don't at this point on this first page, which I feel like we could, I feel like we could, and it could be really small. I grab a donut. I take a bite. My stomach quivers. I fling it in the trash. Something. I'm not, I'm not sure what it is. Cause I'm not, this isn't my piece, but I think this is about real estate. And if the first page is about real estate, should all of this real estate be on the first page or should other details be taking their place and some of this be on the second page? I don't know. I think you have to put your four little houses first before you get your book hotel. (laughs) You know, in Monopoly, I always play the iron so I can pretend to like stand on (laughs) hotels and burn them down. I mean, but it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's like, this is, I wish we, we had that third person, which we often do because you and I are looking at this very differently and we're both agreeing that the writing's good. We're interested. We will keep reading. I'm asking for more. And you're saying I'd keep going. Yeah, I would. Um, you know, sometimes you want to kind of ease into a story. I have the sense that pretty intense things will be happening and that this is so elegant. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be so many things. It could be so many genres. It could be, Um, we don't know where this is going, but I like that the author is starting us in a place that's familiar to lead us perhaps in a place that's very different. And I have the sense there's something, Oh, there's our timer. I have the sense something a bit dramatic is coming. Oh, it's a YA contemporary. Hmm. For some reason I thought it was going to go in a thriller direction. Okay. So were you thinking it was going to go where? You know, it makes sense that it would be a contemporary in, um, she says it explores the complexities of female dynamic. I would not have gotten that from the first page, but that's okay. But it is heavy to mom. Oh, hey, check it out, Julie. You were right. And set in the freshman year of college in the South. Oh. Called it. Because I just read sharp object objects. (laughs) 
<laughs> I, which I don't think is not necessarily, it's like sort of in the South, but it has that vibe to it, you know? And it, it's fun. Isn't it funny? Like, what is it? Like, how does that happen where you're like, oh, I'm feeling the South? Like, you know, I think text just carries energy. I think mm-hmm. you could get a bunch of agents together to go through Craigslist, Craigslist listings and they would be able to put spot the scams. Like, <laughs> No, sometimes, like, I've absolutely spotted scams that turned out to be scams for people. I think text just has energy to it that sometimes conveys a lot more than it says. Yeah, you know, I think maybe you could hit it even a little bit harder with, you know, some of the heat of the South or some of the heat of this late August. And that's something else I might like to feel here as well. That's true. It probably is quite warm. It could be so easy, though. I I feel like this, this piece for me, it is probably like 50 words away from perfect for me. Is there room for 50 more words on the page? Well, I want to push a little to the next page. You know, one way to show that it's in the South is the snack that he asks for could be something that's typically Southern. So Jasmine, this has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing your work with us. We are so glad that you joined us. And as always, we appreciate your feedback. Just head on over to the iTunes store and let us know what you think. It not only helps us make this podcast be the best it can be, but it also affects our ratings within the iTunes platform. We'd love to hear from you. If you're feeling brave and want to submit your page for our first pages podcast, you can send it to academy at manuscriptwishlist.com with first pages podcast in the subject line. We'd also just love to hear from you. And if you'd like to learn more about the Manuscript Academy and everything we have to offer, just jump on over to manuscriptacademy.com.